0: So Mike, how you doing today?
1: So alex i'm uh, I'm doing okay and let me tell you this is kind of weird. yeah, you you're a tiny little box now. <laughs> yeah, and you're constantly making the same expression. it's very it's very, very strange. Um, hello everybody. welcome to the weekly undertaking. This is the show
0: where we do weird things every week and talk about them live. and my name is Alex, and
1: that's Mike i'm like, yeah uh well we're only kind of doing this live this week uh as you guys are aware i'm sure uh this corona thing has been kind of ruining our lives and the lives of everyone else yeah uh for a very long time at least a month and now in the say again at least a month now at least a month now yeah and um we have been making the most of it by doing social distancing uh, and stuff, but uh, now we're really leaning into the social distancing. And we are this is the first weekly undertaking where we are not recording in person.
0: Yeah, we are not in the same room. Mike's like a good mile away. I think that's safe enough distance. Yeah. Um, I, I
1: would I would think so and hope so.
0: Yeah. So uh, stick with us as we try and make this work. I think it's going okay. I, I think we figured I out think- a. Yeah, good way to make the sound work.
1: I think so too. Um, but you know what? I want to start out with today before we dive into any of the actual meat of the episode. Yeah, go for I it. I want to start with a new segment. Oh, really? I want to start with a new segment. What's the yeah. new segment, Mike? Ah, uh, uh, good news. I haven't come up with a with a <laughs> with a catchy thing yet. But basically, this is a this is the part of the podcast where we talk about something good that happened during the past week. Because I don't know about you, Alex, Things but every time really I terrible. work outside. It's just been an onslaught of depression.
0: Yeah, we could all use some good news this week, especially after last week's episode, which was
1: just re- a real bummer, but it was fun. Just a flat out, we, we did not think that through at all. No. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of a bum a bummer. Last week we did a book report kind of thing, but um, the uh, it didn't really, we chose very depressing books.
0: That is true. And can I ask you one thing? Yeah. About this good news segment, does this have anything to do with the fact that John Krasinski started his own news show about good news? John Krasinski started a news show about news? About good news? Yeah, you didn't see this? It got like 17 million views in a day um and he has
1: a, i did not see this i i'm watching this app like no like i wouldn't be lying to you i legitimately have not even heard about this that's incredible
0: yeah no he is he has like three episodes up now and his daughter's made the logo so it's just like drawn on a piece of paper it's really wholesome
1: oh that's awesome yeah no i had no i, I hope i don't cover the same story that he covers. but no i had no idea well, Oh, that's your, really that's really great
0: yeah well what's your good news then
1: um, well, I have two. I have two news stories here. Um, both are pulled from GoodNewsNetwork.org. So I would uh, recommend you go there. I, I uh, hope that this is an unproblematic business. I haven't looked into it at all, but um, GoodNewsNetwork.org. Uh, one thing that is reporting that gave me a uh, big wholesome feeling in my heart is that this week, uh, this is we are recording this on April April thirteenth. 2020. So in the past week, what happened was teenagers uh, in Calgary uh-huh. launched a uh, hotline for isolated seniors to listen to pre-recorded jokes, stories and messages of hope. Oh, dude, I, I, literally, number, <laughs> I just pulled up this story. That's awesome. Dude. Look at that! Yeah, the new store. The uh, the number is one eight seven seven joy for all, and you can call it, and you can actually pick a a group of choices about uh, uh from a list of choices from like jokes of the day to stories. Um, I listened to one of the stories. It was just wholesome. It wasn't necessarily funny, but it was it was a very wholesome story, and it sounded like it was read by like. An elementary school student uh, about like a story that was translated from Hebrew. It was it's just a feel good stuff, feel wow, that's, good thing. That's yeah, you awesome. can choose joke stories. Yeah, you want to you want facts of the day? It'll give you that. It'll <laughs> give you guided meditations. It's it's a really good thing. Well, there and you go. I you don't need that. to be a senior to call. Yeah, you don't need to be a senior to call. I called. I didn't have to lie about my age. So yeah, I uh, I highly recommend that uh, that you guys do that because that that made me. That made me feel nice.
0: Cool, I, I love that. And once again, that number is one uh, eight seven seven joy for all, and uh, you should call that because yes. I'm going to call that later.
1: Yeah, just just to make you happy. Um, and one other story that I found, and I'm sure that you can find another one, Alex. But this one uh, it was is a story about uh, some anonymous donor that gave. Gift cards, eighty-two thousand dollars worth of gift cards uh-huh. to all fourteen hundred re- residents of a town in Iowa. Yeah, I see this story too. Yeah, it's it's great. They just um, this this person just sent a message out, uh, a letter out to every single one of the the residents in this uh, town, which is called Earlham C- the city of Earlham. But I'm sure if it's only fourteen hundred people, it's not a city by by New York standards. No, there's... but
0: it's uh. <laughs> There are five (laughs) hundred and forty nine houses in the in the town, so it's not it's not huge, Uh, but it's still
1: insane. I don't know what the definition of city is. Maybe it is uh, technically a city. Uh, OK, well, but this town, Earlham, uh, um, maybe Earlham, I don't know. But um, Earlham got messages, got every resident, got a letter uh, saying a very with a very wholesome message from uh, signed by nobody with all these different uh, gift cards inside of it. And uh, someone added them up and it came out to eighty two thousand dollars over the course of the whole town. So uh think that uh, that donor is a hero. And I don't know, those was those people are probably very happy, yeah. and not only that it's not like it's not like Amazon gift cards it was like two small business or i, I don 't know how small the business is but um local businesses so not only is that money being given away to people but it's also generating uh, revenue for the businesses so that's yeah really that's awesome. that's great for the local economy yeah sure is, and uh yeah that was uh that was good news for the week. I'll come up with a snappier title for it next week. Okay. But yeah, that that uh, those are some small small news. Like, seg-
0: just so you know, um, John Krasinski's show is called "Some Good News." So that's we can't take that that name.
1: We we can't take that name. Okay.
0: Any other names? Uh, i come.
1: But not that. Literally one. any other name. Good to know. <laughs> yes all right well well regardless that's the good news for this week i'm sure there are other wholesome stories but those are the ones that made me feel the most good yeah thanks mike i'm feeling a little better too yeah so i appreciate all right so now shall we dive into the depression again yeah just just for a little while (laughs) (laughs) We, Um, we uh we talked last week about um the books that we read and uh, how depressing they were, but we didn't finish them, and we wanted to talk talk more about them after we finished them.
0: Yes, um, and uh, I wanted to talk about Parable of the Sower. I don't have too much more to say. Um, like the book continued on as it would was. Um, Lauren's crew got a ton more people added to it, and then they moved. They they founded a little town called Acorn, which is just so adorable because you know Earth Seed and Acorns a seed and uh, speaking that that's yeah it is a seed they grow into trees mike
1: listen i when i think of a seed i think of a very small thing that i found in an orange or a pumpkin or something like that i don't think of like you know seeds don't wear hats (laughs) okay i guess not (laughs) that's why that is the hill i am going to die on well I then the seeds do not wear hats
0: it's not even worth uh, talking about further Then, but uh, <laughs> that's the town where they will uh, the grow their little philosophy religion thing and a yes. uh, hopeful ending not happy but hopeful
1: that's true that's a good way that's a good way of putting it yeah um that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i think that um that Maybe we shouldn't have included this segment because I also don't. I, I also don't have a ton more to say. Also, because I'm still about fifty pages away from finishing. Because I'm a lazy son of a gun. You know what? That's um, fine. Yeah, it's a rough but, book. But say again. It's not an easy book to get through. It, it really isn't. It just gets more and more depressing as as you go through it. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It it ruins your faith in. The in system of justice in the justice system. That's what I wanted to say. In like uh-huh. everything that uh, we have put our hope towards growing up, uh, bias and and everything associated with it. Just you know punishes those that are disadvantaged, and it's it's really it's a really rough read. Yeah. But uh, I mean, at the same time, it's very well written
0: totally uh, so, I, I would and, i would argue it's important um and uh, definitely something that you should read especially oh, yeah. if you're interested in uh law
1: enforcement death row um and i will say it does it like does that. make you which is very is very good it's it's hard to walk away with it's it makes you walk away with a different perspective on prisoners i think yeah. um yeah even if I, I don't know i i think that like no matter how Compassionate in things that you are it, it definitely gives you a new perspective And I think it's worth reading for that purpose And that person purpose uh, if For no other reason There you go I,
0: I completely agree And thank you for that uh, little extra bit of review And if you didn't see last week's episode um, That probably made very little sense So you should go listen to the one we uploaded <laughs> last week
1: Oh yeah Maybe we should have like properly introduced the books again And stuff <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Oh man You'd think we'd be better at this podcasting thing by now.
0: Yeah, we're almost 100 in, and we're still figuring things out. We're still bad. Still less than good, but not bad.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So, shall we dive into the challenge for this week?
0: Yeah, the challenge for this week, uh, as we decided last week, was to uh, try our hand at vlogging. Not blogging, not taking videos of vlogs. That's a callback to last week but uh, vlogging, video blogs.
1: You sounded very disappointed last week when I said that that was not what that meant.
0: I was disappointed, <laughs> and I still am. I did take a little bit of a... I did take a small video of a tree um, as revenge. I mean, you could probably do a log blog. Yeah, oh my God. I, I'm sure that already exists. I'll look it you up later. Pro-
1: I probably should have leaned into that. I did not think to. It's okay.
0: So so tell me about your experience with... uh with vlogging during uh, this
1: uh, quarantine. Oh, well I hated it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I yeah, I listen, okay. So I said last week that I watched some vlogs and things about people that seem interesting and have interesting ideas and stuff. And here's the thing, watching videos on YouTube it makes you feel like any idiot can do this yeah. Uh, because there are so many stupid videos out there. And let me tell you, I am stupider than all those idiots.
0: <laughs> it's not that you're because, stupid. It's that you haven't done it.
1: I yeah, guess. Well, maybe that's it. But I couldn't even figure out the freaking program. Alex, I spent <laughs> three days trying to make one vlog and it's still not done. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I just I was. Listen, I, I like to think that I am smart. At some things and good at some things. Computers sure as shit are not that. Well, Mike, I encourage
0: you um, after we're done recording here today to go back and listen to some of our first episodes and see if they're up to par with where we are now. Because uh, I mean. I hope to God the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. The answer is indeed no. And it's the same for anyone else on YouTube. The main, like the main like rule for becoming a YouTuber is to like not wait until you're ready. It's to just like do it and be horrible at it until you are no longer horrible.
1: That's like how you do it. Right. And, right. Right. And I know that that's like generally speaking, the idea of uh, how to be good at anything Yeah, just, just do it. stuck at it until you get okay and keep being okay exactly exactly until you until you get to whatever the next stage above okay is and so on and so forth
0: yeah we're almost there with podcasting almost yeah we're
1: almost at okay almost at okay (laughs) yeah that's that's the motto for this show actually (laughs) um but but yeah i i listen here's the thing i know that and i was expecting the video to suck what i did not expect was the level of production that was required to make a simple vlog. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure. And that
0: was so hard. Well, yeah. here's the thing that I'm I'm curious to ask you about, because the way I did my vlogs this week were very, um... Any monkey can do it, where I just, like, used my phone camera and talked into the phone, and that was it for me. I, I did super low-tech to just see if I would like it, and I didn't like it.
1: Um... I'm more of a scripted type of guy. Did you try try to uh, take a step up into more, you know, technologically advanced things as the week went on? (laughs) That's what I should have done. Yes.
0: (laughs) But did you? Uh, I think you can tell by the answer I previously gave.
1: Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I I tried
0: to just have fun Um, with it.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, that was the that was the good way to do it. Um, that was not how I did, (laughs) um, because like, I think here's the thing with, with, um, with anything, be it YouTube or podcasting or TV or whatever is, um, you have to have, look at the end of the day, we're not super interesting people individually. We, uh, I mean, I think we're fun. I know that you think we're fun. Hell yeah, we're fun at the end. Yeah. But I think that, like, we need – I think when you're first starting out with a vlog or something, you need to make it about something that people will actually care about. Um, if you're making it for fun, then who gives a shit? But uh, I, that was kind of what my thought process was, was, like, um, I'm going to talk about my thoughts during the week, and I'm going to make it as interesting as I possibly can. Was it not interesting? And, i think it was interesting otherwise i wouldn't have made it it was just that um like i said production got in my way i have an essay written out that i'm pretty proud of that i think i could deliver and do a good job with but uh two things i noticed number one actually editing the video and trying to add in the minimal effects that i wanted like as in Show a picture of this thing that I'm referencing. <laughs> I could not figure out how to do. All
0: right. Well, Mike, you know what? Um, That's why you have me. I'll do that stuff for you. If yeah. you ever want to make a real blog, I'll, I'll, cov- I'll, I'll be your camera guy <laughs> and your editing guy.
1: Thanks, Alex. Thank you. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely could not do it. I tried to do it on my computer, I, I, but it just didn't really work out. That oh, well. is that why you um, asked what
0: programming
1: we use to record? No, that was for that was for a different thing. Oh, okay. But um, I, I just used whatever video thing was is automatically downloaded on a Windows computer.
0: So, like, Movie Maker? Yeah, I think no, that's what it's called. No shame there. I, I made all of our old, like, videos that we made when we were young um, on Movie Maker. And they were incredible. So, no shade there. i trying not to <laughs> laugh.
1: I mean, they were... Listen, they were okay. They were good for uh, the time. You know, they were good for, yeah, they were good for, you know, we were kids doing it. And by kids, I mean three months ago. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it was, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with very simple things. And I know that that's the case. So that's why I kind of tried to lean into it. But I also know that, like, you know, to make a decent video – you need uh, certain lighting and, and stuff to kind of make it work because otherwise it just looks like a Zoom call, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, actually. Um, when presenting good, uh, good movies or video or anything like that, audio is the most important thing because people will tolerate worse kind of camera, but they will not tolerate as easily worse audio.
1: I believe that through and through. Yeah, because, because like you can always look YouTube away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. It's like they YouTube videos can easily become podcasts if the graphics suck.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a lot of yeah. I listen to a lot of YouTube videos like when I used to be at an office. I would just like uh, play them while I was working and like listen to them while I was like 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 as if they were podcasts. You're right. There you are. So, yeah. bam. Um
1: so yeah yeah
0: what you? Uh, uh,
1: I also sorry go ahead
0: uh okay uh what what did you uh talk about uh when you were writing your your thoughts preparing to talk
1: um well I I thought about um I don't know if you saw this but this this is what really captured my attention for the past week I didn't include it in the good news section because I don't know if it could be considered good so to speak but um Hong Kong protesters uh, have reemerged in the form of Animal Crossing protests. Oh, um, that's so these, cool! What, what is, yeah, what has been happening – I'll show you the article later, but I, I found it and I thought it was really interesting. What people have been doing is um, – after all these kong, the hong kong protests happened and because of quarantine obviously people have been locked in their houses so everybody in china as with the rest of the world has animal crossing yep. so what the hong kong <laughs> protesters have done is they they go onto their island and make entire signs uh, apparently you can make like little pictures based yep. on pixels and qr codes yeah. um they do that with anti china anti big government um stuff and all you see is this cute, adorable little villager in front of an adorable little house <laughs> saying free Hong Kong and all of these like protesting messages all around them. And it is it is really kind of intriguing. My- <laughs> so I talked about it and
0: yeah, you're right. That's not good news. That's the best news I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's really kind of awesome. And. Um, and well, but and I got to give Hong Kong protesters credit because they also they lead all kinds of uh, virtual protests. They also led a protest on Tinder for a long time. That's awesome. Um, where the people would just make Tinders and bombard with messages, uh, pro-Hong Kong messages and stuff. Um, but the thing that I talked about was like those protests led to the game of Animal Crossing being banned in China. Oh, really? Because. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like, if you're now, if you bought it before and are still playing it, I don't know if that's illegal, but it is, it is now illegal to sell the game because of the protests.
0: That's bullshit. Um, that's such so a wholesome about,
1: game. It should never it's be illegal. A, it's, no matter what you do with it. It's such a wholesome game. I have, I, have, I was so surprised to see that it was banned.
0: Oh, that's, uh, that's actually, now that's not good news. That's really
1: bad news. That's sad. No. Yeah. And so what I what I ended up talking about was like, um, you know, Xi Jinping, the president of China, um, is very famously hates has banned Winnie the Pooh in the country. Oh, yeah. No, because people say he
0: looks like him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: which i don't see it no i do not see the resemblance at all but the fact that he is self-conscious about it makes it hysterical
0: no the thing is yeah it's exactly that like i don't really see it i I don't think a lot of people do at least um outside of the people who thought of that initially but since everyone Mm -hmm. in the world heard that he doesn't like to be called like compared to winnie the the pooh he basically dug his own grave there and the memes just flew like a great tidal wave and they haven't stopped
1: exactly and that's the thing i talked about was like whether it be um xi jinping and his and his winnie the pooh phenomenon (laughs) and be it uh donald trump made one comment about how his hands were big and the entire world was like donald trump has small hands now and that just became a (laughs) meme so i was like uh so i talked kind of about like why are leaders so scared of memes why because when i think of uh, a leader that um, unaffected by it. I think of. Uh, I actually think of Ronald Reagan, who famously had the line. Um, uh, the reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. Uh, he was a funny guy. He leaned into all the jokes that everybody made about him, and that made him untouchable. So I kind of asked the thing that I was trying to explore. In my vlog is like, why are people so? Why are leaders so concerned about jokes, and why don't they just kind of lean into them? Yeah, there you um, go. So that was the. Yeah, that was the video essay that I kind of wrote out and wanted to explore and could not figure out how to make for the life of me. But that's such a
0: good idea because it's true. Like if someone in power like cries out about something offending them or like that they don't like something, especially if it's something harmless, like being compared to Winnie the Pooh or having tiny hands... Then people will run exactly. with that. You remember the thing with Devin Nunes, and he tried to get the account Devin Nunes's cow banned from Twitter, and now that account has more followers than him.
1: <laughs> yes, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 incredible. It really is. You don't um, try
0: to stop was- shit like that
1: because then it will come faster. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I looked at like. Um, Yeah. Like, why is this such a big thing? You know, um, Stephen Colbert's late show uh, and and SNL, for that matter, have from a from a comedic perspective, have kind of had some kind of duds in their in in their lifetime because all shows do. But because you have the president tweeting about them. Their ratings go through the roof, regardless of what you think about either of those shows or the president. You can acknowledge that relationship and mm-hmm. i just find it very weird as to why so yeah that was the that was the question i was exploring
0: that's such a good idea for a little for a video essay and i think you should mm-hmm. make that and i will help once quarantine is over we could set up a little studio
1: and that would be fun yeah the uh, the answer that i came to just just so because why not what uh i might as well reveal it now is basically i was talking about like the political power of memes and how memes as a whole take away the seriousness of a situation like um, the, the, the I didn't use this as example, but it just came to mind of like after the whole Harambe incident, <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of animal rights activists have legitimate complaints about that gorilla being shot. And you can make an argument that that was not the right thing to do, but nobody cared about the actual incident because Harambe became hysterical
0: yeah, it's that's kind of a sad uh, result of that meme. but also I, I I think I sent you a meme about this where, um, people started like correlating like the death of Harambe as like the beginning of a like doomsday timeline we accidentally stumbled upon and then there's like grandparents in the distant future telling their kids about well it all started with this gorilla in 2016 named Harambe and since then our lives have been hell exactly Harambe was the
1: biggest meme and for some reason i really don't know why that meme became i uh, what's it called when the watershed moment yeah. why that's the watershed moment for everything that came after <laughs> i don't know but it is it's just what we look at it as it's harambe is is um you know the assassination of jfk changed everything that was the watershed moment for the last generation or whenever that when whatever generation was in 1963. Yep, and Ours for us, it was a gorilla. That was, that was the moment. That was the moment that set us apart. <laughs> that's the that's
0: the moment that kind of changed everything. And that's wild. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing your thoughts about <laughs> yeah about
1: that <laughs> about Harambe and meme culture as a whole and like the political power of it. Yeah, that that'll be that'll be the, the thing that i'll be doing
0: but that's such an but that's such <laughs> oh, a man. good conversation and that's still my argument for we should have like a full-fledged meme episode not even about memes just like researching them and talking about them and how they affect like society because it is a legitimately interesting yeah. thing
1: it absolutely is it absolutely is um meme culture as a whole uh is it's weird to participate in i gotta say but it is Um, fun but it it does shape so much around us and i also do want to look at one of these days i do want to look at like why wendy's for example has done meme culture so successfully when every other company that has tried to approach it has failed in a cringy way. Absolutely, I, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing
0: that. Well, Wendy's obviously had like some bored like 18 year old at the helm of their social media, and then it just was great from there. Like the type of attitude like of a young person today cannot be imit like imitated, imitated, imitate.
1: You, imitated,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think
1: I think that's what. It, so it yeah, just, but it, yeah, it, it, I, I'm with you. It's. <laughs> It was so... It's also... Memes are also a language in and of itself. Too. Yeah, we should we should do a meme podcast at yeah. some point. Uh, uh, just just looking at like...
0: Yeah. We're starting to sway away from the topic of vlogs. And for the last like five minutes, this has just been the meme episode. Um, and we are entirely definitely, right.
1: Let's get back on track.
0: Yeah, we will definitely tackle this topic though. Because I do want to talk about that with you. Because that's a legitimately interesting thing to talk about. Um, yeah. Nevertheless... Uh, what did you What did you vlog about this week, Alex? Yeah, that's what I was gonna get to. I took a a very early vlog type of approach to it, where I I tried to just catalog my life in interesting ways. Where hmm. um, how so? Once every once a day, like when I found myself at an interesting moment, I would just uh, record myself and talk about what I was doing. The first day, for example, I. Had nothing going on, so I decided to give a little, like, few minute tour of uh, our recording studio in all of its disgusting huh. mess. And uh, that was it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was it? Just, just, uh, that was just the blog for the day?
0: Yeah. And uh, th- that continued throughout That's the valid. week. Like, yeah, yeah. I, uh, one day I saw, like, my, uh, my mother and sister, like, in our yard, like, talking about something and they had like an umbrella and it was sunny out i still don't know what they were doing but i recorded them from a distance and i was like what's going on there what's happening and i just talked about that for a little while huh i should figure out what happened with that because uh that 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 is interesting um just to give just to give conclusion to the whole thing yeah exactly um but there was really no Planning, there was just I, – I really – I tried to step out of my comfort zone, mainly because I'm lazy, but also because when I like to make something, I, I really do like to plan it out in my head. And, like, I do like to write and plan and act and record and edit and make it, like, perfectly stupid. But uh, this time I tried to just roll
1: with the punches, and I didn't like it. You know what? well you know what future historians will probably thank you because um i i was reading a thing about this uh also it's like in history so much of uh humanity's life has been lost because people just did nothing to record what they were doing yeah and now we are in a very interesting time and uh the fact that you recorded yeah this is our our what we do to uh, make a podcast so He's gonna find that and just be like, "Finally, we know how they made podcasts, <laughs> and that'll that'll uh that'll be you just gave some future historian a PhD. Good job, Alex."
0: Thank you, Mike. Um, and I'm I'm happy to help. One day when um, the digital yeah. files get buried in the digital graveyard, um, digital architects will dig it up and uh, watch it. That'll be yeah. someone's job one day. I think yeah. we talked about this to just be an art like. Not an architect, an archaeologist is what I meant. To just go into the internet and dig up like old, old stuff
1: and learn oh, about so our culture, much. and also like, also I think about um, how the archaeology is going to be so much harder because not only do you need to go through the internet for mounds and mounds of information and research, but also so many programs and so many like documents are written in software that even today is unusable because macs and it. windows and stuff can no longer access it so the, the future archaeologists are going to need to know how to code <laughs> so that they can unlock these documents
0: it's going to be interesting and i i mean hopefully we'll be around to see the beginning of that um probably not though hopefully cause...
1: can you imagine when, one of these days in like 80 years one of us is still around being interviewed about what harambe meant <laughs> <laughs> i would love just, to be that just guy getting back to this yeah, I'm just thinking I'm just thinking about it because like how much I, I wonder how much is going to get misconstrued, like uh, how much all these memes are going to look like we're worshiping different gods or, or, or um, you know, how. Uh, You know, the sports seasons maybe are seen as like a religious ceremony too. I don't know. I thought I think I think about that occasionally. No, that sounds legitimate.
0: Like those those types of things. I mean, think about like we like a lot of people wear sport clothing and and with names on the backs, and that can easily be misconstrued Mm -hmm. as worship other uh, instead of being a fan of a recreational sport. And not
1: only that, like yeah at like the stadium in city field just because they're around and I, I think of them they have their own Hall of Fame stadiums for like or, or sections for like the great Yankees and the great Mets players throughout all of history you know um they have a whole section dedicated to babe Ruth and a whole section dedicated to Jackie Robinson because he was in Brooklyn even though he was technically a Dodger Jackie Robinson played in Brooklyn and so the Mets have a section dedicated to him in city field so those could be viewed as like the Hercules and, and yep. stuff of uh, of of America. There you go.
0: That sounds yeah. about right. To I don't us. know. Yeah, it's either that or Colonel Sanders. So, I I was waiting for the would
1: laugh. love to to read the future historians' uh, tales of of uh, of Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> do you know they made oh, a? That's, that's do you know they made weird. a? Sorry.
0: Do you know they made a Colonel Sanders dating game? A KFC dating game.
1: You're kidding It's a
0: dating sim um, where you go to culinary college and you meet the colonel when he's first developing his quick chicken formula.
1: Do I have to date Colonel Sanders in this game?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I didn't read that far. So, I mean, maybe.
1: (laughs) All I want to know is I want to know who the marketing what the marketing director was on when he said you know what the best way to advertise our fried chicken is we make a game where you can fuck our mascot (laughs) i mean people (laughs) are talking about it (laughs) why is i mean you you know what that's that's exactly it is that it got people talking about it i guess i get it but at the same time it's like why that way i don't i don't understand (laughs)
0: Oh, my goodness. That's wonderful. Ugh. All right, Mike. Um, I feel you winding down. I'm winding down, too. We're actually hitting, hitting around where we would normally start to pick from the bucket. So you want to do that?
1: Uh, Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about vlogs or vlogging before we move on?
0: I enjoyed it. Um, but considering that this episode was not really that much about vlogs, uh, not too much.
1: <laughs> How about all, you? Uh, all I'm going to say is like vlogging is a very interesting uh for art form and like us, like we were talking about with you, it's a more accurate way to uh, record things. It's just for those of us that are technologically challenged, i.e., me. Um, it, it, it's there's a lot of roadblocks that I did not expect. That's understood. Uh, so that's that's my summary of vlogging. Um, what I learned this week from it. Yeah, it's a unique way to share
0: Your specific viewpoint um, with uh, the world and the people who will look back on us and say, What the hell happened? So let's. let's, (laughs) Exactly. So let's pick from this bucket, Mike. All right. Yeah, well, you're picking from the bucket because I'm all the way over here. That's a good point. Uh, Let's play that song real quick. Time to pick from the bucket. Time to. now I'm picking from the bucket I'm all right ho- I'm all holding it up to the microphone so you can hear Mike
1: I I listen I am gonna pretend I can see you and be extra enthralled all right well I was very Look enthusiastic <laughs> okay what?
0: the the challenge this week is called sanitary saneness or staying sane while staying sanitary. Anyway, the challenge itself
1: is to find fun... <laughs> that is definitely... That is that is the worst title we've ever come up with.
0: <laughs> we can change it later. Uh, the point is, the challenge is the only I thing know. we have to tell them about. It's to find fun ways and creative ways to stay sanitary throughout the week. Considering yeah. that we're all trapped inside and uh, we have to extra careful about um, staying clean and safe to avoid infection um, we thought you why sure not do. make it fun
1: yeah look like, i mean yes exactly we uh we're uh, as you can probably tell we had to remove a good amount of the challenges that we had in the bucket no because yeah. a lot of them dealt with going outside and interacting with
0: people no, you're you're um you're reading you're, you're you're listening to weekly undertaking
1: emergency rewrites exactly exactly um but yeah this is this is one where we are all well we're doing this because we are all going insane both me and alex individually and i'm sure every listener listening to this right now is also kind of losing their minds to a variety of different degrees um but yeah this week what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to find a way to make our extra sanitary existence even more fun yeah, even more fun's a great way to put it, Mike. Yeah, listen, I love singing "Happy Birthday" twice every time I wash my hands more than the next guy. But my God, it's gotta the be next a time way. somebody's birthday rolls around, I'm gonna sing it real angry because I'm just <laughs> gonna be so annoyed. Wow! Oh man. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's ex- so yeah, exactly the kind of thing. Find a new song to. Uh, to sing while washing your hands i don't know other ways to heed by the uh cdc's recommended uh uh the health tactics and there we go that sounds like fun yeah that's it that's i sure over hope now. it will be that's a, that's our challenge yeah so that's that's what we're doing next week. If you want to come back and listen to that,
0: you should, it'll probably be this uh, setup again. And I don't, th- I, I don't think it was that bad. So I'm, I'm not looking, I'm not on looking forward to it.
1: I, I hope you're right. I can't, I can't hear it. So I'm going to, I'm trusting you on that one. Cool. But yeah. That's all right. It. So that's it. Yeah, we're done. That's all we got. All right. That's what we're doing next week. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Weekly Undertaking. Uh, This is the 88th. 88th? Yep. 88th?
0: Yes. 88th episode of the Weekly
1: Undertaker, which means we have 87 other episodes of this show uh, in the internet sphere. Uh, (laughs) Please go check them out if you are so inclined. We have, like we said, 87 other topics to listen to. I'm sure we've done one thing that you were passionate about at the very least. Uh, You found us once, you can find us again. Please subscribe to us on whatever podcasting form you're listening to us on uh, and leave a comment because that really does help. That really does help this page or this podcast gain some traction. We can gain new followers so you are not going to be alone in your misery. Um, (laughs) uh, We also have artists that help us do this podcast. We have Adam Moody who does the music and Winston Jesus who does the podcast cover art. So – Uh, Please show them some love if uh, you like what you hear and what you see, because they're really good at what they do. Follow us on our social media, too. That information is in the description below. And I think that's all we have to say. Do you have any announcements, Alex?
0: That's it. If there was any time for me to do the outro, it would be now, but I'm still not gonna.
1: (laughs) That's very true. All right. So, until next week, don't forget to stay inside, wash your hands, and challenge yourself. And how mad would you be if I wasn't recording any of that?
0: I would be a little mad. (laughs) We were recording the whole time, don't worry. Try something new!
1: (laughs) Don't scare me like that, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't
0: see, so I thought I'd have some fun. Alright, alright, goodbye everyone.
1: Alex, goodbye. (laughs)